0: And welcome to another Papa's Basement. Uh I'm your host, John Papa Giorgio, and I'm joined today at first time in it's been a long I mean, been a long time since we've done the podcast period. I think there's been a couple recently, but before that, let's be real. It's been like three months, I think. But I am joined today by the best of all the co hosts. I'm Aww. just saying that to start shit with Eva. <laughs>
1: You're uh, going to give all the other hosts an inferiority complex.
0: And they deserve it. They need to be pushed.
1: They, <laughs> they already have them. them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Their inferiority complex needs to be more inferior, frankly. All I've done is break them. So they'll them. come back and them. co-host more often. <laughs> yes, I wanted to spur them to greater <laughs> heights by crushing them, not just crush them. Uh, uh, I'm joined by Molly Hackerling. I am Molly Heckerling. <laughs> I am not your host.
1: <laughs> Long time stalker, first time caller. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, good to have you back. I'm, I mean, seems like we got the technology thing sorted and I know we said that, uh, once I moved out, I would set up a home studio and then we would do everything on video. But, uh, joke's on you because I'm actually back at my mom's place for the next hour so I can play with my fat shit cat. <laughs>
1: Oh really? Okay, well that's lucky because I uh you know, if I was refusing to start a Spotify profile, I don't think the video thing would have been technologically in the cards.
0: Yeah, no. This uh this is all we can do. Once the anchor stops working, this podcast for us is over.
1: It's just going to be us with a string and two tin cans yes, and me just
0: with... I...
1: Up another profile. I'm not doing tin cans. Fuck you.
0: (laughs) With our moms in the room, as we say, tell us we're funny. God damn it. Today is
1: actually uh, my mom's birthday. Oh shit! uh, Get the hell (laughs) out. And I feel like happier than pretending I'm simultaneously like the most talented person in the universe, but also just never. An actual scrap of uh genuine laughter.
0: <laughs> oh, is she a not laugher?
1: She well you actually sometimes. Like she's tough to get to laugh, but then if you do make her laugh, you feel like you've just justified your
0: existence. Oh yeah. No, I I But know she's that the type
1: who yeah. like um you know those people who will come to a comedy show and just sort of have that smile plastered on their face, like they're waiting for something great to happen. Mm-hmm.
0: It never
1: happens.
0: Like they used a Joker cosmetic product. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, um, what we've been on, uh, we've been on audio hiatus, but what's been going on with you?
0: I mean, in terms of what has happened since the last thing we recorded, I, I moved out. I now live in Arlington, Virginia, kind of a a super hoity-toity suburb right outside DC. Mm -hmm. And I got a, I have a good apartment there, but it's one of those old apartments where you're not in charge of if the building's on air or heat. And... Oh, is it like an HOA? <laughs> yeah, it's a condo. It's the hoity the toity. <laughs> yeah, well, it was sweaty as like it was earlier in April, hotter than you know Satan's taint, and mm-hmm. people were legit leaving signs on the door being like, you have to give us the AC. This is like, this is dangerous. It's not just a comfort mm. thing. Yeah. And so they flipped it over, but because we've done a very naughty thing to the environment, um, yeah. you know, shit's all over the place. And at least here, it's been down in the forties at mm. night the past couple of weeks in goddamn May. And okay. so, I ironically now have to bring an extra blanket and sleep uh basically in snow pants because I usually sleep in the nude. So me putting on anything, um, you know, I, I feel like a fucking pilgrim if I'm even sleeping in my underwear. And, cause...
1: Your taint is just like the wetlands.
0: Yeah, it it gets that way real fast if I'm clothed at all. I'm uh, I'm kind of a little too big on house nudity because I also have the prostate of a 40 plus year old man. So, you know, like I'll traipse around with my dick out post piss, but it's all hardwood floors, so then I'm just getting these little piss droplets here and there, which, you know, like I,
1: they see the trail with the black light, but it's just you.
0: <laughs> it's just me, yeah. <laughs> my God, the size of the cock on this mouse! <laughs> and then I'm, you know, and I'm all braggadocio at that point. I'm like, oh, if you think that's big? It's my cock. And I'm like, look, by mouse standards, this would have been a huge penis for for an adult male. This is nothing, frankly. That, that um... took the wind out of my sails. <laughs> Good so, sweet. okay,
1: so you're walking around um, you know, with um your prostate and it's 40 degrees at night and it's Dribbling 100 piss. degrees during the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. It's basically, yeah, the way that I remember a Disney cartoon <laughs> explaining space. That the side of you facing the sun would boil and the side of you facing away would freeze. It's that. <laughs> Maybe by June, it'll be hot outside and the AC will be working. So I'm pumped for that. I got it all lined up eventually.
1: Yeah, you'll get there. Um, You know, the difference between like being straight up on fire and being a little sweaty.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. That, That happy... Medium. I do, I am attached to my flesh. I don't want it barbecued upon my bones. We'll save that for, you know, whatever circle of hell I wind up in. For being Um, a a bad son who abandoned his mother (laughs) and moved away.
1: As is the Grecian way. Put yourself in oils, and then you roast your supple thigh on a (laughs) spit.
0: Yes, yeah, the gods, the gods love the (laughs) sun, and ask for the winds to carry us to Troy. Yeah, curry Um, Aeolus's favor.
1: So what's it been like living in your, what are your new, what's it like being on your own? I, I have this like Mary Tyler Moore image of you like tossing your hat up in the big city.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's me just throwing my sagging scrot in the air because again, I'm 40 plus. <laughs> testicles to my, my inner thighs now. You
1: wear them uh, like a beret.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he might have be Jack after oh, no, I can't. So I don't know. I've been dating. You know, I got the I got the girlfriend. I got one girlfriend. One's enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, one's especially especially if, especially if the others would not know about each other. You know, that would be frowned upon. So I yeah. just got the one. Yeah, been dating uh, her, and that's been that's been good. I I mean, I couldn't dissect it really because the last episode, which I haven't released yet. She was actually there. We recorded the two of us, my brother and my mom. I figured, what the fuck? Throw it at the wall. (laughs) You just Uh, have
1: that one and let you let everyone into the bedroom.
0: Yeah, and I I was real cocky about that because she's come over here a few times and it was just my brother was like nonstop loquacious fire. You know, you couldn't shut him up. He was on a roll. And I'm like, oh, I don't even have to prep for this. And you always have to prep molly you always have to prep that was not a good episode the best part about it is i recorded video of it as well and fat shit uh roxy the cat just plunked down in the middle of the podcast table like 30 seconds in and then just started attacking everyone as they tried to pet her that uh, (laughs) that was the highlight of the episode uh but no i've been i've been playing house i've um you know, I have a monstrosity of a TV, as every man must purchase by law when they move out. I have a, like a 65 inch TV that's roughly, I don't know, three feet from my face, and the TV screen. Yeah, yeah, and, and I have a up that loud. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yes, yeah. It's the uh, what was that old cassette company that had the commercial Ma- kind of like was that? It magnum- or or Maxell, Maxell, yeah. You know? There you go. Uh yeah, so I have that set up. Um I mean, uh whatever's going to be in there is in there. You know, it it holds my protein powder and my pills and my video game system. <laughs> so, it's it's a house. And nice. Yeah, I can walk out and mill about, but um you know, there's lots going on. It's it's really richy rich shit. I uh I was taken on a hike today by the, okay. the gal pal because that's certainly nothing I would do on my own like to me the the great thing about like living in the city because they're really close to it I, I told myself I was doing it so I could maybe pursue the arts and stand up and that kind of shit and you just shit. said
1: it so you would never have to go hiking
0: <laughs> I mean I did it because a ton of great food is three to five hundred feet from where I live Okay. So and and my my girlfriend tries to counter that by being like, "Okay, let's like walk to the diner that's like half a mile away." And you know, I'm like, "Okay, slave driver. I guess we'll <laughs> do it your way." And of course, So, uh yeah, I, I mean
1: So wait, it was when you say you were taken like that you were forced to walk half a mile to a diner.
0: I was forced to walk to buy donuts. Uh no. I, I was actually taken on a trail, uh, about a mile from my house. And that's uh, another thing. Like there's just fuck tons of trails. I guess like rich people love trails. So they do. Are, yes. Are... They
1: also love lakes where they have to stock their own fish for some reason.
0: Yes. Fake lakes. <laughs> yeah. Fake lakes. Fake lake. Real fish. So <laughs> they, they, I think this was actually on the Potomac River, which is a real river, but maybe the engines mm-hmm. built that one. I don't know. You know they were crafty, right? Yeah. They, they found 500 uses for, like, a buffalo's dick. They could build a river.
1: <laughs> they were like, we built this river, you have to supply your own fish and your own buffalo, but other than that,
0: it's great. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, uh, I was marching around these woods for, like, I think, legit one hour flat, and I walked away from that feeling like yeah I was like look uh this isn't worth it like you are not in your 20s enough for this to be worth it
1: I am not in my 20s enough to do walking
0: yeah exactly (laughs) your badge graduated sometime in the aughts and that is not making this work for me
1: um um okay so you're you're on the trail.
0: I was on the trail um, I don't know about you, but like i fucking like I'm not much of a dog person, period, mm-hmm. and like thank Christ, at least all of the dogs we encountered, minus one pit bull uh were like fairly small, like I don't know like thirty pound little ankle biters, but like clear as day all over the place. Are signs that are like keep your fucking dog on a leash, <laughs> yeah. keep your dog on a leash, pick up his shit. Yeah, those are those were on at least two to three fucking signs. Right, and I'll be goddamned like I get it. The dogs were small and they were walking close to their owners, but I fucking must have been five unleashed dogs. And sure, the word I would use to describe their behavior: frolicking and romping. but I don't give a fuck I just I hate when people are like the goddamn rules don't apply to me and the first
1: there's a a seeming entitlement to the
0: dog person yes thank you like and the first people we walked past like the guy made a joke like oh watch out for the killer beagle and I was like hey you asshole like you hardy,
1: hard, hard cheese dick.
0: Yeah, exactly. So even you know you're being a piece of shit about Yeah, it.
1: keep your and dog I, in a fucking leash. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, you know, we saw at least one of those, I guess it's biodegradable, but just like a bag of a dog shit. Oh, sitting God, Sitting right I fucking in the middle of the that. trail. Like, it was That's... like, you know, filled with teeth and the Blair Witch made it. Like, fucking...
1: Yeah, it's just um, this sort of like, you know, because cat people don't have this attitude. Cat people are sort of like, you know, I'm full of shame and have this cat and we never leave the apartment. Whereas dog people just sort of like, like you said, frolic and, you know, at random and just sort of being like, oh, my dog's so cute that it left its shit everywhere and it's like no it's not fucking cute thank you like,
0: thank you, know. you like I am actually writing stand up because I quit all of my improv commitments more or less and right. immediately I was like well gotta get on stage somehow and... I feel
1: like dog people are even worse than people with kids because people with kids it's like a deep seated shame and guilt that you have to showing up are with
0: kids at least 30 um, years from now in theory these kids will be funding my entitlements you know like <laughs> they'll do something for me but the dog
1: like oh it's my baby and it's like no it's fucking not fuck you no
0: it's just a dumb like you know what <laughs> i love my cat love her to pieces and i loved the last cat but when the last cat died i was like well And I grabbed her, and I lobbed her in her fucking litter box, and I buried them both in the backyard, and that was a night. I mean, I feel like that's the best you can do for anybody, right? Yeah, exactly. She'd been shitting in her coffin, and she didn't even know it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just the dog people drive me fucking batshit. Because, like you said, we all got to be in on teen dog. I even remember... Uh, Joe Montana, he was talking about, it was like on a, he was like, The Simpsons are like a dog or something like that. He's like, You know, someone says they don't like a cat. You're like, Okay, sure. But someone says they don't like dogs. You're like, What the fuck is wrong with you? You know what? I don't like dogs. Dogs can suck (laughs) for shit. Dogs bite you. (laughs) I I love it. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I lose my mind when people are like, Oh, a cat swiped me. And I'm like, Yeah. And the extent of the injuries were, like, a little fucking, you know, scuff to your arm or hand. A fucking pit bull will like, (laughs) bite a baby's face and testicles off and then spit (laughs) it at the mother before ripping out her throat. You know, like...
1: I mean, you know, it's so funny because I sit here and I'm like, oh, fucking dogs. And it's, like, the minute I'm in the same room with a dog, like, it's all over. talking to it like it's a baby but it's also just like I hate the attitude of dog people where it's like oh you must love dogs or even like because since we moved to this place in Vermont like it's a great place to have a dog we've got like tons of room now and I'm sure once the kids are older like everyone's already trying to talk me into and to me it's just sort of like having another kid that doesn't speak it's just something with hair that shits and that like is gonna love I'm just like ew
0: um yeah, you don't need that you need to work for class approval
1: but also like you know thinking of just getting us one like just springing it on us and it's like that would
0: be a fucking that's insane. night that's insane <laughs> how could an adult do that to another adult that's like something kids would do to each other. Kids had money and purchasing power in this world.
1: Like, what is wrong with you? You think you, you wanted do a puppy. To me? I, I thought we you, were friends.
0: Uh, yeah. Holy fuck. To to unbidden? Buy someone a <laughs> dog? There's no more colossal dick move than that. Can you imagine doing it? And your kids are going to imprint on it in 0. 0.5 seconds. <laughs>
1: I, I probably also would, too, because I'm such a, again, like, I sit here and I talk all this shit like I'm Little Miss Cynic, and all of a sudden I'm... i this fucking happened the other day, you know, Jason was mowing the lawn, and we found, like, a mouse in the fucking mm-hmm. lawnmower that uh-huh. miraculously didn't get its head chopped off, and the mother ran off and couldn't find the baby, so, of course, I'm, like, Little Miss Bleed heart like, get it. Let's nurse, and it's a member of our family now.
0: Are you? Jason also Jason playing like, Stuart Little sequel. No,
1: it's Ratatouille. Dick.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I'm a chef now. Um, no. That immediate imprinting of like I, I caught feelings for the thing.
0: Of course, that's why I say, how dare you make me care. <laughs> That was, it. yeah, it was a shit move, making me feel human feelings, thought yeah. you,
1: okay, so you're you're hiking, you hate it, you have a girlfriend, you have a partner.
0: we all, yeah, and there there was uh I'll just say this uh, mm-hmm. to the listeners listening at home and even you, if you want to, we walked by a house, so this neighborhood. I don't even want to know what the fucking houses go for in this place, Molly, because Mm -hmm. it's like, it's gorgeous. It's pastoral. It's these fucking, you know, it's backed up on this park. Like we're walking around (laughs) this park, but it was more or less people's backyards. And right (laughs) in the middle of it is this one house that looks like the fucking obelisk from Space Odyssey. Like it's zero windows all black (laughs) sides like a rectangle and we're just losing our minds looking at this thing because how much of a fucking prick do you have to be when all of your neighbors have these very tasteful looking homes that again conservatively are like two bills a piece type shit and you are like I am going to make this fucking eyesore that legally should only be allowed to exist in Arizona. You know, like that? It's
1: just like, it looked like Mike, Mark Mothersbaugh's uh, recording studio, just like a giant...
0: Yes. Exactly. Like something, the Knights of Oingo Boingo would be at home in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, it, it was so fucking ugly, and if you do Google Maps, so it's 3882... 30th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Again, I'm not, I'm not doing it. 82, <laughs> 30th Street North. So okay. here's the extra weird thing. For me, it shows as blurred out on Google mm. Maps. My girlfriend looked it up. She was like, I just see it being built on Google Maps. So somehow <laughs> this thing is registering at different times. On different lookups of Google Maps, some even maybe more what you,
1: it actually is like a flying saucer that you encounter that's existing in some sort of flux.
0: It's a flying saucer that had the same trash and recycling can as everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm refuting that theory. <laughs> That's what made it so great. That's what. That's what really delighted me. This asshole, who had to be an individual on every front, and yet outside it was just like Cherrydale Trash Company. Oh, well, because you know. even a god can bleed and generate <laughs> spanakopita trash.
1: You still need services.
0: You know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So yeah, that uh I hiked around. And mm-hmm. it's it's good, don't get me wrong, because um uh, I I enjoy being forced to be active and not in a way where I'm made to feel like a piece of shit about being forced to be active. And somehow my chick strikes that delicate balance.
1: Oh lovely. Like, wh-
0: where she's like, We're gonna do this and I'm not gonna guilt you about it, but we're doing it. And I'm like, Cool, yes we are.
1: <laughs> where- we're doing it and you are just ADD enough to go along with it with too much as long as I don't make you feel
0: bad. <laughs> exactly. It's perfect. Whereas, you know, I had the, the prior Kelly who was said she was big on hiking like two months into whatever Porkery, you want to call our relationship. I was just like, why the fuck don't we ever hike? Or, no, this is later on. I'm like, why the fuck don't we ever hike? I thought you said you liked that shit. And she's like, uh, yeah, but I don't think you do. So we're not going to hike. And it's like, no, don't lay this at my feet. You're just a oh big God. lazy slob as me. Like, <laughs> you know, like I don't really think I'm twisting your arm to fucking, <laughs> you know,
1: wanted a hiking accountability buddy not somebody who was gonna actually heed my inclinations and desires
0: yeah like i don't think i'm really having to hold you down while we sit around and smoke american spirits on the porch and then go back in for another episode of dc's titans on hbo (laughs) you know like stop playing this one at my feet right Uh, so yeah it's uh It's been okay. I've I've hiked like so many Caucasoids enjoy. Mm-hmm. I've uh, I've hiked on my weekends, and you know that brings you in contact with farmers, markets, and shit like that. And that's uh yeah, it's just been uh some real white people shit for me lately. oh
1: that's lovely.
0: Mm-hmm. you been
1: sniffing melons at farmer's markets in Arlington and going for hikes and resenting other people. Yeah, that is actually very, like, stereotypical middle-aged white people shit.
0: Yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean, I used to think, Molly, that I was something special, that good <laughs> things were going to happen to me, that I was radically different, and... <laughs> I have been out of the house basically a month and I am just concerned with earning money so that I can buy a house and my chick's biological clock and my dreams are dying around me uh <laughs> <laughs> like you know it's uh, they've got covid and it's March of 2020 and yep. uh it's amazing how quickly your entire uh, kind of, I don't know what you want to call them, like, uh, self-preservation delusions can collapse in on themselves once you don't need them just to survive. Like when I was still at home, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, look, you are 40 and I'm at home, but clearly it's all because you're uh, a great artiste. A torture something, <laughs> Yeah, there's something bigger for you. And, right. Now that I moved out and I'm getting laid on the regular, make it a couple more bucks. You're like, nope, I am just as boring as everyone else. There is literally nothing special to me. And why don't we just get the shovel and dig our own graves instead of hiking next week?
1: It turns out that like su- succeeding at life is like the worst thing that could have ever happened to you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because then you just realize. It's a treadmill you never get off of. As much as I've succeeded, I haven't succeeded enough to afford a goddamn house in these goddamn hoity meets toity areas (laughs) that I live in. And uh, I'll never win. I'll never fucking win. And that's about that.
1: I mean, I don't know. I think maybe you're like... Mm. Because, like, you know, you, uh, you felt like you were spinning your wheels when you were at your mom's house, too, and using that as an excuse as to why you weren't able to make more headway into things and, like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe it was just a convenient thing for you to lay blame on. Like, content in all these other areas. Maybe it's the pussy. Maybe pussy is like the antithesis
0: of like, because,
1: you know, trying to compensate for like lack of sex or sexual inadequacy is a huge creative mm-hmm. motivator.
0: I mean, that is my, my favorite exchange in the Larry Sanders show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And trust me, that show has some great fucking lines. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's an episode where Phil, the head writer, is, uh, fucking this crazy rock chick and the show like goes to hell because, you know, like suddenly he's getting some. So he's not funny. <laughs> and Larry pretty much expresses that sentiment. And, uh, Rip Torn playing Artie, his producer, goes, I know I'm never funny when I'm getting pussy. And Larry <laughs> replies, but you're never funny. And Rip Torn <laughs> just mugs for the camera like, yep. <laughs> And it's funny because he's always getting pussy. I love it. It it is my favorite exchange. And yes, I try to do a sight gag on a fucking podcast. That's how.
1: <laughs> you true. You're making the Rip torn face right now. Go. <laughs> and <you're just> going... <laughs> I can... no one remembers who Rip torn is.
0: I can remember the look on that man's face more than I can my own father's and <laughs> oh my
1: God. you remember your father's Rip Torn
0: yeah it all blurs together like once uh-huh. he died there was just a mix of guys that kind of filled the void there's Johnny Cash Rip Torn and Arnold Schwarzenegger were basically my three fucking father <laughs> figures after my pops croaked and we're down to and one Gabe of them get alive oh well, of course Gabe yeah <laughs> of course, Mr. Cotter.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. My mom, uh, she always said "Somebody." she never wished harm on them. She just wished for them to fall madly in love because when you're in love, you don't try to accomplish.
0: Anymore. You don't give a fuck about anything because all you have to do is be like, well, uh, I think my girl wants a pizza. I'll go, yeah. I'll go to her place with a pizza. And uh, then we're going to watch some TV and we may or may not fuck. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And you're like, that, that's a day right there. That's um, a day. A but I mean, screen. like, I don't know.
1: Maybe, you know. uh... Um, it's 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 both things because it's like yeah, stability like comes at the expense of you know being able to go out and do things and be free and unfettered. Same, I don't know. People who were married had careers somehow. Yeah, like somehow Phyllis Diller found for you know penis and pizza and doing some. Maybe you just have to try to. Stay a little. No, extra the common motivated. denominator of
0: all these scenarios.
1: Getting pussy. Yeah.
0: No, it's just me being a lazy piece of shit. That's all this boils down You're just a
1: lazy piece of shit. And like yeah, make yourself,
0: privileged. Lazy piece of shit who's just looking for the next thing to binge. I finally tossed on that fucking Severance that I'd heard so much about. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, it, like I don't. I'm in it maybe four-something episodes. I don't really give much of a fuck about it. Uh really? The girlfriend and I are both the chick who's in it, but also agree that she has the bangs of, like, a five-year-old that was left a pair of safety scissors and did horrible <laughs> things to her own hair. Like, it's it's Aniston all over again, where you're like, God, I fucked the shit out of that, but honey, what did you do to yourself? You know, like, she's got this dumb like, bright cartoon character, red hair, and they put her in a bunch of skirts, so she's looking fucking stunning in these things. I love it. I love how brave <laughs> I love how stupid men are. You'll never experience this, Molly, where you're seeing a chick who's not, like, just brazenly put out there to be a, se- a sex object, like um, uh, like um the chick from Blurred Lines, you know what I mean? Where it's just, like, erratic <laughs> around
1: being sex objects.
0: Yeah, where it's like, um, I have a pair of 48 triple S and a waist of four inches and a dumper that Sir Mix-A-Lot would rap about. Mm
1: -hmm. Like,
0: no, you look at this chick and you're like, huh, she's got a little something going on. I think I'm the only one that sees it. And it's like, yeah, fuck wit. Like, you are the only one who notices that this young starlet who was cast for a show Put out by a streaming service might have a little something going on in the piece of ass department, you dumb fucking conceited <laughs> idiot. So I've been, uh, yeah, ogling her. And then, uh, Zach Cherry, who's the, the Is chunky...
1: that
0: his name? Yeah, yeah, he's not a porn Zach star. Zach
1: Cherry born Zach Bornstein <laughs> in Hobos, uh... New Jersey.
0: You've seen him. He's had a ton of cameos in the later Marvel things. Like, he plays a hot dog vendor a lot of times. He's this Mm -hmm. chalky biracial dude. And he's actually got, like, a sizable role in this. But, like, if you want to know what improv gets you, he is probably the biggest UCB New York product that they've launched since the days of The Daily Show. And I love the guy. And I'm not belittling this accomplishment. Like, I would twist off my cat's head like a stubborn ketchup lid to (laughs) switch places with this guy's career. But I don't think anyone would be like this guy's lighting the world on fire either. By I guess like improv comedian standards he sure as fuck is. But yeah, it's uh, I don't know. There's just too
1: goddamn many of us. Even the people who are successful don't mean anything (laughs) because there's so many successful people.
0: (laughs) They're minting, it's, it's fucking higher education, just down to, with smaller stakes. There's minting hundreds of Herald team grads a year. Where the fuck are they all gonna go?
1: An (laughs) army of Heralds.
0: Yes, yes. Speaking of, finally, uh.
1: Standing armies of people waiting for you to call out a
0: suggestion. (laughs) You're, you're part of the Herald Union that's striking right now, right? Am I? Yes. That's what's going on. There. We're not we're not
1: writing. We're only doing improv. Yeah. Every movie's a Judd Apatow.
0: <laughs> your yeah, your scene three part B was fucked up. Mm-hmm.
1: hmm Going on. With that with-
0: oh, I quit. Mm-hmm. I finally sacked up and quit. And in fact, I emailed them to see if I can get my May dues back. Hello. Hello, sorry. Oh, I, uh, sorry. No, you know, for uh, something that's do not disturb, sure a lot of <laughs> phone calls coming in and fucking disturbing me right now. I Ellie couldn't tell if on you one. dropped
1: the phone or if Roxy queefed on it or what was happening.
0: Yes, yeah, so a queef entered my mouth, causing me to drop. It, so. No, um, I, I didn't realize calls could just like readily come in while I was on do not disturb or people calling me twice. I don't know. Fucking Truth. piercing me like a knife through hot butter. I do not <laughs> care for this.
1: People wanting to get in touch with you is piercing like a knife through
0: hot butter. Sunday night. It's fuck painful. Yeah, yeah, contemplate what you learned in church today or whatever the fuck. I don't know. <laughs> uh um, yeah, no, I, I quit. I straight up quit. I uh I had two months to go on that and I just I couldn't bring myself to do it anymore. Like I had work things to do. And, uh, I just, I never, jumped. (laughs) I had pussy, pussy to (laughs) split in twain. Um, yeah, I just, I, you know, I was talking to a person, I'm not going to name them or any shit, but someone on my team reached out and they were kind of like, Hey, you know, uh, how are you liking this? And I've never really talked to this person outside of practices. And I was like, I'll level with you. Like, I I don't feel whatever was supposed to happen ever happened for me. Like, I don't get it. And they were just like, yeah, you know, I thought this would be like comedy boot camp. And I thought, like, I would be made a much better performer and all that shit. And I don't think any of that happened. And it felt good to realize, like, I was not alone in kind of feeling like this never really clicked. But for whatever reason, it didn't. And I can't tell you. Maybe just, you know... No bullshit, like improv's just that stupid in twenty twenty three. I don't fucking know, but like I it it goes in fits and spurts. You know what I mean? Like I remember the end of twenty two. I performed with a couple groups that I really respect. I made it onto this Herald team and I was really like, Holy shit, man, like this is going great for you. This is fucking killer. And, uh, you know, four months later, like, I got my fucking dick in my hand, basically, right now. Like, there is, there are no classes on the horizon. I'm, like, with one improv team that, uh, Last Ham Standing Outfit, like, a really, really skilled improv show slash team. Uh, they have not brought me on since. (laughs) Like, uh, but I, I did get to chuckle because I saw them perform last night. And, uh... It was for an audience of a lot of kids that kept screaming Elmo for every suggestion. And there was a young okay. Caucasian boy named uh, Jameson and oh, <laughs> who was in his the audience. His parents
1: named him after what inspired his birth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what gave him his distinctive eyes? Um yes. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. I love I the idea kind of that laughed. we
1: live in a country where, like, doing improv for a bunch of children is more than doing
0: drag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. The drag they could walk off. The improv will hold them yeah. for forever. <laughs> no, it's just I cracked up because, like, uh my friends in that outfit, uh, especially a guy named Steve, you could see that they were just like... <sighs> This is one of those shows, isn't it? Yeah, you know, like it was just on there, It's like God fucking damn it, okay. Man, um, these eight-year-olds are. I mean, it's just like Molly. You've done, you've done a lot of stand-up, and you know what a dangerous game it is whenever you go to the audience to ask any question, no matter how rhetorical. Oh yeah. You. It. It's kind of like inviting Dracula into your house. You're, you're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck, Pandora's box that I opened? Get the fuck out. Why can't you contemplate? I'm the one on stage. You're the one in the audience. I'm the funny one. You're the straight man. Mm-hmm. And uh, improv, it's baked in that you have to do that. Because you have to get suggestions from the audience <laughs> repeatedly. And-,
1: and then it's just like, how dare you not recognize the implicit implication that I'm yeah, You're the
0: you don't have to do any of the hard work. In fact, know your place. <laughs> basic an answer you can give me, it gets better and better. Yeah, and instead it was people trying to be funny as fuck. You know, like there were when it was like, name a place you would go uh to solve a problem you might have, and someone screamed out the gun store, and I'm like, that's dark. Oh as my fuck. god. I mean, like, given what's going on in the world today, really, man. Right. Really. You're like, and there's the t-
1: shooting of 2023 <laughs> at an improv club.
0: Literally, Surprised that was it said, took this
1: long for it to happen in an improv club, but there you go.
0: <laughs> that motherfucker must have said that maybe 90 minutes after that Texas shooting, at most. Or they're occurring simultaneously, you know, I... It right was, uh, he went from yeah. one
1: to the other
0: <laughs> yeah it's like dude that's fine for like a stand-up club but like the rest of this is little kids <laughs> screaming elmo for every fucking answer like read the goddamn <laughs> room man like okay, even i'm so not doing a goes piece of shit. Gun store and
1: go yeah
0: and elmo's period can't get an erection and he kills himself but not before killing bert and ernie for experimenting with heterosexuality long enough to tag team his woman (laughs) i don't know where that came from it just came out
1: of (laughs) it that's the pro showing itself
0: yeah so uh yeah they're uh i don't know that's what i got going on right this second um hopefully hopefully finally uh make my way back to stand-up and shit like that because i have no improv opportunities
1: well i think the stand-up just feels like a natural thing for you because i know you felt like you know improv sort of like you know served its purpose but wasn't exactly leading anywhere and especially if you're worried about sort of like you know drowning in abstinence Think of your girlfriend's biological clock. It might be just like a healthy, easy way to, to vent and rally against everything else. To tread water. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. nothing's uh, <laughs> no, better for forward, treading
1: so. water than stand up. <laughs>
0: uh, how about you? Anything you want to chuck out there? Or?
1: Um... I am, um, I mean, you know me. I've just been running around getting a battery of psychological exams <laughs> and getting ready to go on strike. And, uh, and now I'm sort of in a nice sort of, uh, leveling out period on both those fronts. So. Yeah. Just taking the opportunity
0: to work and pop some pills. <laughs> so for those that don't know, Molly is a member of the Writers Guild of America.
1: I'm a member of the Writers Guild of America and also apparently have been a long-term, low-key epileptic, but didn't realize it until my mom gave us all COVID. And then since COVID, it just kicked up into high gear and was having little seizures. And now I'm on um, Levitricitem, I think it's called, Kepra. You
0: like Jews the... have a word for
1: it. <laughs> <That's... laughs> no, but uh, I'm a couple of days into taking Keppra and I I kind of really love it. They were like, this might make you like moody, and you're like, it. it's um, the opposite. I took it, and I was just like, this feels lovely. Um, I have all this energy now, devoted <laughs> to having seizures. I, um.
0: I and i
1: that's our that's our shout out for the the papa's basement sponsor capra yeah
0: (laughs) capybara i uh i think what always got to me so i've been hearing this for months that you've been having these little seizures and correct me if i'm wrong they said it wasn't, they always said it wasn't a seizure because you hadn't pissed yourself. That was the...
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that was, like, the main criteria. is like, whether or not you, but, you know, yeah. Thankfully, the neurologist I went to was with, like, other things. So, um... She actually prescribed me because, you know, it's, it's really embarrassing if you can't just like piss and shit yourself on command. It makes you feel like you're just hysterical. (laughs) I just, I just love
0: that you were like blacking out and practically biting off your tongue and a doctor was like, yeah, but no puddle of urine. So fuck out of here. So, you
1: know, maybe it's just syncope. (laughs) Try not Uh, to stand up so quickly. (laughs)
0: how about you stop being a ham off stage and just save it for the bright lights. All right.
1: Oh yeah. I told you there was this, there was this, uh, cause this has been happening to me for years. You know, COVID made it worse to the point where I was actually losing consciousness. Like, but before that I would just have these very weird dreamy states um, Mm -hmm. that felt like very intense deja vu. And uh, this one doctor in New York who was, old prick he told me um, oh yeah it's not uncommon for young women to swoon <laughs> and I was like swoon? I didn't catch the vapors motherfucker I,
0: <laughs> like you know, a shirtless <laughs> cory walked by <laughs> yeah.
1: you know like when your corset's just a little too tight
0: <laughs> 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 It's <pattern-desi. laughs> and then suddenly oh. you lose
1: consciousness but you don't piss yourself so it's not like you've upset anyone at the tea party
0: Swoon. <laughs> you know what it is. The old poon swoon.
1: So, yeah, that's basically what's been going on. Now we're on strike, and I'm feeling lucky, and I'm just going to go back to doing yard work, and
0: uh, I just I'm not going to go that. hiking. You're on... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we are on strike, but, like, you don't live in New York or L.A., so you don't have to do fuck all. I
1: like, can't, you know, and, like, all the cool kids are taking their, like, glamour shots of them all together outside the studio. <laughs> but, you know, W.T. <laughs> you're, like,
0: <laughs> you're like, I'm just fancy unemployed, basically. That's me striking.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting doing on shit. my ass and writing shit. as much as I was before. This is
0: Yeah. You're as involved in the writing community as ever. You know,
1: I'm I'm a I'm a narcissist, but only in the self loathing sense. So I'm convinced that this is all my fault because like the second I joined the union we go on strike. So clearly David Zosloff being an
0: asshole is my fault. <laughs> Wow, love that fucking, that's the motherfucker that took over hbo which was like the best streaming thing in, in existence and was like okay let's just take a massive log on this thing
1: yeah. i'm gonna cut all your favorite content and just turn it into a tax write off
0: yeah and he's just pocketing what like 250 mil a year it's like how direct a line do you have to draw between the one and the other
1: Right. Remember, um, in Office Space, Dunbarton.
0: Which character was he?
1: He's the boss, the asshole boss.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
1: looks like if he looks like old fat Dunbarton.
0: Oh God, yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I I refuse talking reboot until David Saslav gives His everyone head is their on a fair pipe. share. Yeah. Exactly. Just, I want to see his just, head on a pike with his testicles stuffed in his mouth.
0: You just want the fucking guillotine. That's it. You want a, You want it old school.
1: <laughs> I just wanted some cake.
0: <laughs> I want some too, goddammit. <laughs> I, I love how you can go into a dessert place, like I did this morning, and then you eat mm-hmm. not the dessert you went for, and you're like, okay... Look, was that like just sugar and fat and salt and flour recombinated in a different way? Sure, but that one doesn't count. Like, like mm-hmm. I ate these, uh, an elephant ear that they were selling for half off because apparently they had <laughs> overbaked it and it cracked in half. And I'm like, yes, Heidelberg <laughs> bakery, give me the half off elephant ear. But then I was like, you know what? I sure did. I have that. Yes, but I'm also entitled to your donuts because they're what I really came for. Like that was just a bonus thing that went nowhere but I'm just telling you how I got diabetes basically
1: it's okay I know how menage a trois works <laughs> yeah. you go out with the intention of one and you go
0: yeah
1: and then you feel like it was too much <laughs> uh,
0: well I I just want you to know if you and the man ever want a place to crash out here if you want to ditch the kids somewhere and you <laughs> promise me you won't piss the bed you can crash my place.
1: Okay. Make any promises, because you know As how you... recklessly we epileptics like to piss everywhere.
0: <laughs> I know you're you're like a tightly wound poodle. You That's... know,
1: yeah. If you if you and Kelly ever want to rent some children for a temporary amount of time, just to see how it feels before you decide you don't want to do it, hit me up. Oh,
0: that'd be so great. Oh, that'd be so great. <laughs> She just looked at me. And she's like, you know what? A cat is enough. Why don't Why don't you get an old Nintendo Rob, the robot operating the robotic operating buddy that just stacks chips? That can be your son.
1: Look, just get a Tamagotchi. It'll come and visit you when you're elderly. Yes. <laughs> fine.
0: And you can throw it in his box and bury it in the backyard when it's dead. Yeah. Uh, all right, Molly. Well, I'm glad the tech worked out here. You want to do another one of these in another couple of days? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. This I'm felt this strike. felt constructive. Yeah, we exercised some demons here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would say we have things to promote, but we very much don't. So let's just get the fuck. I'm out promoting of the
1: writers' strike. Stay WGA oh. strong.
0: And Honk uh, if
1: you love secession.
0: And if you're in the Arlington area, drive by 3882 30th Street North in Arlington, <laughs> and give me your impressions on the Death Star House.
1: <laughs> All, All right. Righty. Nice. Bye. Bye.